elves and fairy dust. Bro, the voice that tells you this is yeah, weird. I was startled. I'm just playing with Legos over here. Good. Um, I feel like it's so awkward to like start all the time, and I don't know how to be like cute about it. To be gross about it. Be gross. Well, that's, that's just. Alternative. Well, I'm just. Well, I right. mean, that's kind of just me naturally, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is 3 a.m. thoughts. I'm Kay, joined by Jean, Jen, Courtney, and Stina. Um, today, we are talking about Twilight. <laughs> now, <laughs> for anyone who hasn't been conscious the last what, like, decade or so? Over Twi- a decade. Over yeah. a decade? It, it's, been a, it's been a time. Um, the Twilight Saga is a series of four books written by Stephanie Meyer, who I just learned's birth name is actually Morgan. Um, so, yeah, so... <laughs> Why the, did it, she change it? I have no clue. Okay. Um, the first book came out in 2005 with its movie coming out in 2008. The series centers around Bella Swan, a girl from Arizona that finds herself moving to Forks, Washington to live with her dad after a divorce um, in her parents. And she ends up falling in love with a 104-year-old vampire named Edward Cullen. Classic vampire werewolf stuff happens. And also it becomes the main love triangle issue with Jacob Black being the werewolf in question. Um, yeah, and that's, you know, it's really hard to say any more that hasn't already been said about most of it, but we're just going to trash talk it anyways. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Especially, especially with the, um, the recent release of Midnight Sun, which is Stephanie Meyer's book, which is Twilight from edward's perspective there's also been a few other spin-offs one is life and death which is the quote gender swapped version but also a retelling of twilight with a uh, dramatic twist i have not read it yet but i want to because i'm really awfully curious oh yeah and that that's it, right? There there isn't any more. Yeah, she only tried yeah, the so. same story three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <sighs> Wait, but there's gonna they're planning on a new one, right? With Jacob and Renesme, so there will be more. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Shut up. Are they are they yeah. planning that? I hope they're not. I hope <laughs> not. I Can hear we bury this thing. I would die. <laughs> no, they're going to milk it for all the money it's worth. And, you know, the vulnerable populations will still pay for it. They'll so. eat it up. <laughs> the recovering Twilight addict, me. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, even though I'm not into that relationship. That's definitely most of us here, if not all oh, yeah. of us. I remember, you know, it was cool, though, because in middle school, it got everyone into reading. 
And at least <laughs> you yep. had a That's conversation. Right. <laughs> That's how I convinced my mom to give me the books. I was like, but mom, I'm going to be reading. Yeah. yeah. And like, at least, you know, socially awkward me had something to talk about with other people because everyone was reading it. It's like, oh, well, are you? Oh, which leads me into my first question. Were you guys team Edward or team Jacob? I mean, I guess I liked Jacob more because Edward was a creep. The fair. Okay. Um, Again. uh, I mean, well, you guys already know, I guess anyone watching doesn't. I'm very much team Edward. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm judging you, Jen. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Like, I was team Edward from the beginning, and I rewatched him the other day, and I was like, God damn, I'm still Team Edward. It's resurfacing. It is. <laughs> Jean, what about you? Um, so if I had to pick, which I would prefer to not, because I think they're both bad, but yeah. I would absolutely pick Jacob. But then I think back to the fact that um, not only is Jacob Black an underage child like in the story, but Taylor Lautner is also underage when he plays him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that makes me feel icky, but then I remember I'm younger than him, so it's all right. Yeah. That <laughs> makes it okay. Cora, what about you? I would say Team Jacob, mostly for just wolves. Like, I feel like that's the only reason <laughs> that I have to Travel- choose I see how it's going to be. All right. The I'll be the only behavior. one. <laughs> like, honestly, I was definitely between the two team edward because i was thank you still very much a vampire person but i was never into either of them i'm always a sucker for the second lead syndrome and so i actually liked jasper the most right (laughs) surprising and but then being older and informed now uh mr confederacy over there (laughs) i um i'm very much team seth i will adopt him as my son and you know i would give him a good life he can be the robin to my batman i mean if we're talking about our real loves in the story like chucking the two out the window Mm -hmm. you know it's carlisle like oh yeah i agree yeah i agree so i was about to say like everyone else like you could do just the series with carlisle and it would be fine that'd be interesting okay but i'd actually like that like please do that i want yeah yeah, yeah. that he's got a lot of history and you know his time with the volturi would be cool yeah Mm -hmm. and see why he left and how he was able to leave peter fascinelli's also just hot i was about to say like he's a hot dad he's a hot dad he's a hot dad who's a doctor who likes to help people like yeah come on can I also say that re-watching them, I have surfaced a love for Emmett, and I'm like, please give me more of this himbo. The himbo! Yep. <laughs> I really want a Rosalie story. Ooh, yeah. Because you mm. cannot tell me that you don't want to see her kill Bill in her way <laughs> through all of those people who did her dirty, and I'm like, it's the perfect revenge. Like, I love it. I want it. Yeah. yeah. I would pay for it. We deserve it. We do. Yeah. We oh, do. Yeah. 
Um, favorite book in the series? Uh, because I am an angsty hoe, it has to be New Moon, which is funny because I hated that book the first time I read it because it's bad because Edward's not in it. But as an adult, I absolutely relate to that big time depression of sitting in your room and watching all of the days and months blur together. That's just 2020. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's just this year so far. So that resonates with me way harder as an adult, but not because of like lost love. That's stupid. Don't ever plan your life around someone like that. That yeah. if they get depressed, but yeah. I really liked Eclipse. I think that was my favorite. I think it's because most of the buildup of like their stupid love triangle is over and now we're actually like getting to some plot. But then I was thinking about the plot and it's just really stupid. <laughs> and she's just playing these two dudes and these, not just the two dudes, but you know, their families and having both their families do all this work for her. She's powerful, man. Yeah. For what, though? She's just, like, this average, mediocre white woman. Yeah. But then again, aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I feel like I don't really have a favorite because they're all just like really bad writing. But if I'm going by that, I guess the first one would have to be my favorite. It has the least typos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I key shade. <laughs> it's been so long since I've read them, so I can't really remember. But I, th I think it was New Moon, but I can't say for sure. So I guess I'll just have to read them again and find out. Well, <laughs> I guess you just have to. If yeah. you were a Jacob Black stan, like, New Moon is the best because New yeah. Moon is all about the oh, wolves yeah. and the pack and, like, mm -hmm. learning more yeah. about, like, their history and about them. But if yeah. you were an Edward fan, like, New Moon sucked because he wasn't ah. it at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, Breaking Dawn, because I was like, all right, they're married, they banged, they get their little, like, fuck cabin in the woods, <laughs> they have a kid, I'm all about it. Maybe not the kid part, but I'm all about it. Okay. What about that fuck cabin? Speaking, <laughs> yeah. speaking of Breaking Dawn, Courtney brought up a really great point as we were just watching it, like, five minutes ago, that... She, like, the whole movie is just us watching her get fucked and then get <laughs> fucked. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Like, that's the only thing that I ever remember about that movie when we go back to watch it. And can I just say, though, so you know the part in Breaking Dawn, the first one, where she, like, breaks her back and, like, falls <laughs> on her knees? What, what happened to their, like, yeah. vampire... <laughs> like super speed like y'all couldn't catch her before she nearly collapses and they like get edward in there like at the very last moment so she doesn't hit her head they were in shock but like they're look. vampires but they're they vampires look. they do a lot of things surprisingly slow yeah for people who are supposed to be ridiculously fast 
Um, also, did you guys know that there's a graphic novel? Like, I feel what? like I knew about that, but I also like put it to the far recesses of my mind yeah, because just suppress that. Does yeah, like graphic novel. Yeah. Um, it didn't look very appealing. <laughs> The art's weird looking. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't read those either. Didn't know if any of you did. No. I'm Maybe intrigued. Google so that I can look at it. <laughs> I've definitely never read it. Oh, this is... There's an official illustrated guide for the Twilight Saga. Wait, can oh. I just make everyone look at this? Yes. Yes. Like, look... <laughs> This is it. Oh my god. Face <laughs> mm. shows no emotion. <laughs> I mean, that's not I mean, much different. It's accurate. Yeah. It's accurate. Look at this is I like the shading work. It's yeah. not awful, but I I didn't want this. There's yeah. something weird about it. I didn't ask for that. I don't think anyone did. No, <laughs> no, I I did not. But I mean, honestly, the best part about it, the franchise, is that they know that they're gonna make their money. Oh yeah. So do whatever you want, and you know what? Play your game. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, if you had to explain Twilight in one or two sentences to someone who's never read it or never heard about the series. How would you do it? I said a low-key angsty and not very impressionable girl meets the vampire wet dream of everyone's fantasies. Sounds is accurate. This, yeah. Is this yeah. somebody who is also like versed in vampires? For like I am explaining to. Or is, to like anyone. Uh, to like anyone. Like anyone. It, okay. So yeah. I know that like vampires, blood, bats. Yeah. Okay. Sure. We're gonna go under the assumption that that's basic knowledge that people should have. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. it is. It is. Vampire exactly. knowledge. On. Um. Below average. Milk toast girl, meets watered down vampires for babies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's perfect. I feel like I'd say very average and emotionless girl meets vampire and then all of a sudden without any warning they're in love for no reason (laughs) and you don't see why but it just happens and they love each other so much (laughs) that they are willing to spend the rest of their lives with each other and you don't see any of that happen all no chemistry they knew each other for like three months and we're already like we're getting married the moment she looked at him she was like him which is you know what which fine you don't have to like live your life how other people you know try to dictate what is and is not Mm -hmm. a good timeline yeah but the idea (laughs) but it's like but as an adult 
and gr- as a grown-up the idea that like y'all met and for like a minute you looked at each other yeah. and you're like we're gonna bone so hard <laughs> we're gonna and bring i'm gonna marry you and we're gonna we're gonna live for forever together yeah we're gonna have a creepy cgi which, baby which <laughs> the other thing exactly. that like really got me thinking is that so she when edward brings up that okay what backtrack a bit throughout the whole thing she's just like i want a bone i want a bone i want a bone i want a bone (laughs) and edward is very much like no i don't want to break you literally because like i'm gonna hit it from the back and your back's gonna blow out like you know (laughs) so (laughs) so they have this back and forth and where he's like, you know, I'm very traditional. I want to wait before marriage. I, I want to wait till after marriage, sorry. Um, and I don't want to, like, accidentally, like, hurt you or anything, you know? And she's just like, no, 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 no. Like, fuck me up right now. Like, right here, right now in this hallway. <laughs> like, crying about it. Yeah, like, crying about it. Um. So she has a problem with that. But, like, the next thing that she has is when he offers the solution of well marry me she has a big old problem with it and here's the thing i understand the point that they were trying to get at where like she comes from a divorced household so marriage is a little weird but like you're you're saying that you're committing to this person for like the rest of eternity but you won't Mm -hmm. sign a paper <laughs> he won't pay forty bucks and sign a paper. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, would you not pay forty bucks and sign a piece of paper, seeing that you are legally bound to someone? If that's like your dream, fuck, like, <laughs> like really? Yeah, I would. Dreams, Matt. You could like, fuck them for forever if you do this, Just right? Literally, literally unless- forever. Literally, unless her plan was that she was gonna get immortality and then just bone around the world, like I. <laughs> don't know <laughs> why she would have such a problem with this type of commitment yeah mm-hmm. i don't have an answer to that question okay and the other okay the other thing though that i was really concerned about thinking about things that don't make sense is that so when edward meets Bella in like the books he's like either he's he's over a hundred years old mm-hmm. right um so maybe this is just a testament to how much men ain't shit but you know in New Moon when he like leaves and stuff um he's <laughs> like like why is he acting like this well for one, one of, like, the lore points in Twilight is that you're stuck at the age and the maturity that you turn at. So he's a 19-year-old. Was it, but was it the maturity it that is. he was, and you're stuck like that? Forever. So you're telling better. me that you've gone all that way, lived all this long, and you're still thinking like that? Yep. Like, he's mentally? Like, you've like, gotten all of these experiences under your belt, and you still act like a teenager. How yeah, does that work? I, I guess that's the thing with the kids, though, right? Like, why they can't make children vampires. Yeah, they like, children. they don't they don't grow up. Yeah. 
because also we are joined by Amy coming in a little late that's okay Mm -hmm. Amy as you know we're talking about Twilight today hell yeah were you team (laughs) Edward or team Jacob Jacob how did I know what (laughs) we got resident wolf girl over here of course she's team Jacob I'm definitely a furry so yeah team Jacob because (laughs) it's a no-brainer to me really I mean I understand he's immature and an ass but like you know (laughs) do you do know (laughs) aim did you know that there was a twilight graphic novel no is it good no you don't want to see it (laughs) okay um yeah and right now we're talking about uh edward and why the fuck he is the way he is because you know mr 109 years old acting a fool Oh, Ed. <laughs> he, he's got some, some issues, but, you know, mm, I get it. I get him. But, like, then he, like, in Eclipse, he has a very kind of mature talk with Jacob, and at least in the movie, it goes well, where Edward is talking about how like you know it's whatever she wants i'm not gonna like force her to do anything and whatever and like just show some like more emotional maturity which is great so there's some growth there i guess i feel like part of that is kind of manipulative though because well the whole thing is just manipulative (laughs) all of it I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a given, discussing the series, but it, it makes him seem like he's the better man, he's the bigger person, and it's about what she wants, and I would do anything for her, and if you really- But he doesn't to- bone her when she asks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> can't she it. has consented to roughhousing, and he's like, mm-hmm. I can't. Okay, but he could literally snap her spine in half and kill her. <laughs> you know what, if that's but how you want to go, that's like how you want to go. Go on yeah, style. Then it would be, like, a one-and-done kind of thing. Like, you can't come back from that. Eh. Well, I mean, she dies after she gives birth. Uh, y- you could, like, fuck her to yeah. death and not <laughs> bite her. <laughs> bite her. Well, that's the other thing, though. They only fuck twice, and then she yeah. dies. Yeah. Yeah. Only bite me after you break my back. <laughs> yeah. That's my kid. that's my safe word you biting my neck (laughs) yeah that's it's rough it's Mm -hmm. uh real rough oh so if you could recast anyone in the movies now who would you recast Honestly, I would rather have Boo Boo Stewart play Jacob instead of Taylor Lautner. And he's the actor that played Seth, so he's mm-hmm. older now. Mm-hmm. And he is mighty fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone else tried to convince me of that recently and I disagreed. Was it me? It might have been it might have been her. No, no, it wasn't you. I actually, I think it was uh, my friend Sarah and 
their girlfriend Naomi and they were like trying to show me pictures of him with like long hair and I was like mm. him with long hair is better than him with short hair but I don't know Taylor Lautner. okay Taylor Lautner with long hair <laughs> first of all that wig was awful like I know it was like the first movie and they didn't necessarily have as much money as they had like by the time they made part two but like Y'all could have afforded a better wig, I promise. <laughs> they can definitely oh, buy yeah. a better wig. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, is that character, is her name Jane? The girl oh my god, Dakota fuck Dakota, Dakota my god. I'm yeah. sorry. Not, not like, <laughs> yeah. in real, I have nothing personal against her, but like, like that, Dakota, if you're listening, oh we love you. Oh my god, no. <laughs> that's just, fuck it's off. so bad. Like, it's, her makeup is bad, the demeanor is bad, she's also, like, I think she's supposed to be younger in the book anyways, and I don't know who was doing her makeup for the whole movie, but no thank you. Like, they need to be fired. Who greenlit (laughs) it? Who said that they looked at her and they're like, hmm, yeah, that's gonna get them. Like, the makeup kind of looks like your emo phase in high school. Like, that's kind of what it looks like they did for her. Like, if you sleep in makeup for three days straight and haven't washed your face, like... Oh, yeah. That's what it is. She just wore the same makeup the entire time they filmed. Did not reapply. Like, it's not even... I think I would replace her with, um... Who... I can't remember her name. Do you know who I'm talking about? The girl that's in a bunch of horror movies. I can't fucking mind. <laughs> I know. I, I um, can't remember her name. You know her. The girl in Eclipse that plays Brie. Oh. I, yeah, I think she should have been Jane. Because she's in a bunch of horror movies. Like, she can be creepy. I mean, I... Th- I feel like she still would have been too old. You know, well, as most of the cast, other than, like, Taylor Lautner, is actually, like, 40 in the movie. Yeah, adults. Um, yeah. I, you know, I would say that, fine. Like, okay. I'll, I'll do that for better acting. Yeah. Um, and a believable, like, creep factor. Because she's also supposed to be, like, a very powerful force and very ominous and it just kind of falls flat. Like, I just, yeah. I see, I see her, and I see what they're trying to do, and all I can think about, like, every bully I had in middle school and high school. Like, mm-hmm. it's just laughable. Like, you see her face, yeah. and you're like, that's yeah. not scary. Mm-hmm. That's, that's stupid. And I, her, like, her power is, like, to give people pain, but it, I just don't get powerful from her at all, even when she's, like, doing that. Mm -hmm. Just bug eyes. Speaking of not powerful, in the second Breaking Dawn movie, when Kristen Stewart goes to, like, punch the boulder, and, like, it, like, breaks in half, that is the, like... I'm sorry, you couldn't correct her form just a little bit to make it a little more believable that, like, she's actually powerful. Because Mm -hmm. she does one of these kind of punches, you know, where, like, her elbow is, like, all twisted in and her, like, (laughs) hand is up and, like, Eh. "Eh." and Mm -hmm. it's just 
<laughs> buddy. That's just how powerful she is. I, uh, I, you know, and the other thing, maybe I wouldn't be so mad about it if maybe it was like, oh, she was like so fast and like you couldn't even see it coming and then the rock breaks, you know? Oh yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, no, I, we got to see like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, it, it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot just to say that doesn't look quite right. But I mean, <laughs> if at that time they were already like really done with the franchise as actors, I mean like, okay. I they just I, said fuck it. I get it. Like that's, I get it. It was, it was a time. Oh, I just thought of someone else that I would recast. Uh, Rosalie. Like, she's supposed to be, like, the prettiest woman ever, and men just fall at her feet, and, like, everybody is, like, in awe of her being beautiful. And the actress that plays her, I don't know what her name is. Nikki Reed. I don't know anybody's name but my own. Uh, Like, she's pretty, but, like, I don't look at her, and I'm like yes that you know what i mean like i feel like they could have gotten someone hotter you know who would have been great but this might have just been a personal preference and i don't think she would actually fit in the series at all uh megan fox okay i see she would not fit in the twilight series at all (laughs) but she's banging especially because rosalie's supposed to be blonde so it wouldn't really work but I mean, but you can change your hair. Yeah, you know, dye it. You know. Wigs, wigs exist. Dyes exist. They, um, well, we all they, know how they feel about good wigs. They, <laughs> um, yeah, which is sucks because Jasper is supposed to have like straight blonde hair, and they did Jackson Rathbone so dirty. Um, in the first one, it was okay, where they just kind of like made his hair blonde and like because his hair is naturally curly, mm. and then they tried to straighten it, and it just. Mm. I felt bad. I felt bad for <laughs> hair and makeup for everyone. Um, I love Carlisle, but his neck never matches his face throughout the entirety of the series. Look. Just and let it go, okay? I will let that man have a pass. I, I, I will let him have a pass also, but, like, it's him and, like, everyone else. I think the only person whose, like, foundation actually matches most of the time is sometimes Edward. emphasis on sometimes especially because in the first movie they tried like way too hard to make everyone like extra white you know what i mean yeah um i I think the word you're looking for is gray like that's that they're not white they're (laughs) gray there's an aggressive like filter oh no i know movie Uh (laughs) that washes everybody out in addition so Yeah, um, not uh, not a fan. Uh, you can you can do better, I guess. I think um, Alice's makeup, though, for the most part, was good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. fine. In like the total of the whole thing. Um, also, Kristen Stewart in the last one, like the last last one, Breaking Dawn Part Two, she's never looked better. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like she okay. And I understand, and I get that, you know, she's supposed to and whatever, because, you know, she's a vampire. Also, um, 
she died right and they're like brain and she's coming back to life and then she like opens her eyes and stuff and like she she when she died she was not not looking good and then <laughs> no, suddenly she looked terrible uh, suddenly she wakes up and she suddenly has like makeup on <laughs> yeah well that's like, what happens they that's what happens did her makeup though <laughs> like in yeah. the montage in the movie like put new clothes on her and do her hair like it's very creepy yeah, like yeah, yeah, they yeah. got they got her like casket ready, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's in um, morgue for her rebirth. But even but even when she they fixed her up, she didn't look that great. And then she like fills into her makeup, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that just kind of like wigged me out because I was like, oh, she has yeah. permanent mascara on now. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a thin line of the body horror that I can't really stand where it's like, I don't <laughs> like looking at you, but like, yeah. I know it's going to get better. So I will stick with it. And like when her back realigns, it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> no. it's crazy. <clears throat> everyone views the sparkle thing like what's our opinion collectively absolute trash i think it's really <laughs> stupid mm-hmm. yeah okay like, i mean because like i've been reading a lot of dracula i've been reading a lot of interview with a vampire and like i love vampires a lot and the vampires in twilight are just like mm. so where's the sparkle come from mm-hmm. no you're supposed to turn to ash and be no more <laughs> like, uh, I can understand why from the point of, like, making it less yeah. weird for, like, the tweens that are consuming this mostly and also everyone now who grew up with it. Um, but it doesn't make much sense in terms of anything like i feel like maybe it was to give them like you know they, they have no weakness like they can't mm-hmm. be so easily turned and like it 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 gives them the ability to like go to school and like be out mm-hmm. in the open more so like and like yeah. give it this young mm-hmm. adult kind of thing to it yeah it which yeah. make vampires more unique give her own twist to vampires because like yeah everybody knows that they turn to ash and stuff mm-hmm. but i don't know if it works don't fix it yeah. yeah you know it is weird now that i'm thinking about it in every other thing that has vampires and werewolves there's always some sort of weakness mm-hmm. but i don't recall them talking about any weaknesses for either of the parties yeah. Like, does silver, is silver working against them? Who well, knows? Yeah. But so, things, so, but things. They're not actual werewolves is the thing. They're shapeshifters, so they're yes. different. Oh, okay. <laughs> but silver, silver also works for vampires too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the whole reason why vampires can't be seen in mirrors is because back in the day, mirrors mm-hmm. used to have silver in them. So mm-hmm. you couldn't reflect and so things like that are still kind of in the movie where, you know, but at the same time, not really. So, yeah, I don't, uh, 
get the point. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I guess it's cute, but out of all like- other things that you could have made happen, it had to be sparkles. Like, yeah. it wasn't just, like, maybe maybe he, like, turns a different color or something. Or maybe yeah. he, like, gets horrifying. Like, yeah. Crazy yeah. 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 See, that would be cool where he turns into, like, Nosferatu or something. Yeah. In the sunlight, which is why... <laughs> and, you know, then it would be a little more compelling to be like, oh, like, I love you for you, not just because you're pretty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm about that but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I get that the sparkling makes them pretty and, like, ooh, you like sparkly things, but in the movie, it just looks stupid. Like, it does. (laughs) I haven't seen the way it looks in a while. Let me see it. It's bad. You will be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. as, like, you're shining and like it's very ethereal and it's supposed to be almost like an angelic experience like in contrast to the fact that edward thinks that he's a soulless monster Mm -hmm. but in the movies they make it absolutely fucking dumb he has that like body glitter that rihanna came out with (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what they did Uh, yeah yep okay you see it steen yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's um not spectacular no Mm -mm. but uh okay (laughs) so the other thing that courtney and i were talking about earlier actually is that i don't remember in the movies them actually stating what tribe jacob is in but they do in the books yes and courtney has some information Like, in the movie, they don't flat out say it, but in the first one, they show her Googling it, and that's, like, the most you get of what the tribe is. Mm -hmm. Let me just make sure that I'm not saying it wrong. So the tribe is the Quilluate tribe, Um, and they have their own website, which I looked at. It's really interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll click on it and say the link. But they just have a lot on their website about, like, what their tribe believes in, the history. And they talk about, like, what you should do if you go and visit the tribe. Because they've gotten a lot of people coming um, that know Twilight, regardless of whether or not they, like, they say much about what their tribe is in the books or the movie. But I'll spell it out so people can visit the website if they want to. It's Q U I. L-E-U-T-E nation.org and it's really interesting because they also have a tab for their language too and you can listen to people speak their language and learn some of their language. And as half of this group is our linguists um, I know we love that. We love to see it. And an interesting point that I found too is I came across a video and I thought like People are probably really disrespectful when they go and see this if they're coming from Twilight. But I found a video of um, somebody from the tribe saying that because of the popularity that they got, they were able to get some of their land back, which is a that's a positive. Oh, that's That's really nice. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. 
So good. And representation is really important. We'll, yeah. Representation does matter. And yeah. how we represent yeah. people and minorities is super freaking important. Mm-hmm. And credit must be given. Mm-hmm. Hardcore. Which, yeah. It wasn't in the which, book. Which it or wasn't. And by, I don't know if. And not by Stephanie either. No. And mm-hmm. I, the other thing, I know that they had a consulting team when dealing with the tribe and some actual like tribe members are in the movie um still your lead man from this tribe is still a white man um he's just tan yeah Yeah, they tricked us all into believing taylor lautner was a man of color i cannot right and um yeah yeah, yeah, I have a lot. I've never to felt s- more betrayed in my entire life. Yeah, I can't believe they swindled us all like that. And it's just, and you know, Native Americans and Indigenous people in general are the least represented minority um, out of all minorities. So you know, it's really a, a statement to say, you know, they're popularized by this series in this way, or at least this specific tribe is, and yet they still have not been given adequate enough credit. Granted, I am not native. I am do not belong to their tribe, so I can't speak whether or not what they got was good enough for them. But as another minority and as an onlooker, I feel like they could have been given way more than what they were. Um, I also don't know if they were able to even cash out. As far as I know, they didn't get any money from any type of merch being sold that was associated with them or because, their legends or the movies. Because they did sell like their tribal-related merchandise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I saw that they also didn't get a cent of it which is a total freaking shame. And I don't know if people, obviously people aren't talking enough about it. They're not being given their dues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just As a child reading these books, I would have not thought to look up this information. Obviously as an adult, I can and I'll take the time to, but I wish that some sort of resource would have been given to give them some credit so people could learn about their tribe. Yeah, because as a child reading those books, like, I thought it was a tribe that was made up, something that someone had created. Mm -hmm. Like, nowhere in, like, the foreword or, like, in any part of the acknowledgments does she write, like, thanking these people or mentioning these people or even saying that they are real people. Yeah. Yeah. Treated as Mm -hmm. such, like, they're not fictional characters. Which is honestly really fucking irresponsible. It is. Because, you know, I would be maybe like i can be offended about a lot of things and i will be (laughs) but you know it's very much different if you are creating your own fictional tribe story or whatever pulling on those influences in order to make something that's still fantastic but if you're gonna use a legitimate tribe that actually exists and you know even start to feed into making up some of the fantastic things into their own lore, it's super irresponsible to, like, not even 
give them accreditation Mm -hmm. or comment on these Mm -hmm. things and make the statements and show your support for this group of people. Mm -hmm. You gotta credit your sources. Yeah. Like, to take their beliefs and warp them to suit your story and not even acknowledge that they're a real tribe, that's disgusting. And it's not even a good story. Yeah. <laughs> not that great. And it's, and it's not even a good story. Right with your bad writing. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm reading an article from 2010 on the New York Times about this, and apparently they, they weren't given any kind of, like, money from the merchandise no kickback a team from msn actually like went on their land and illegally recorded stuff for merchandise for like a virtual twilight tour uh oh my god terrible yeah you're on their website now it says if you come to visit do not record and take pictures without permission yeah wow that's gross that is gross like, like, go ahead, Jean. It just pisses me off because, like, obviously, we can all agree that Stephanie fucked up, and like, that's not a question. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as a human being, like, especially because most of the people who are doing that are adults, it's not like you have 12 year olds traipsing cross country to go to Forks, Washington, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm assuming you have to be some kind of adult, like, be able to drive there at the very least to do that and like to not do your own research or to not take any like accountability or responsibility yourself Mm -hmm. when like yeah like stephanie fucked up and like she plays a really big part of it but like as a human being if you can't even get it together yourself like what the fuck Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and to also piggyback on that grant we all yes as you were saying we can all agree that stephanie really fucked up And that, you know, whoever does marketing or whatever, like, really fucked up. It's also never too late. Because because Mm -hmm. they're still making money. She's still coming out with new material. It's never too late to give credit where credit is due and to pay up. Mm -hmm. And show your appreciation and show your support for the people that you've been making money off of without their consent for a lot of different things. And like, that's honestly just the least that you can do. Mm-hmm. And especially with the socio-political climate right now, it's only right. Mm-hmm. And of course, like you don't, like what's it gonna take other than like holding someone up at gunpoint? Cause I, I would love to see it. I would yeah. feel better mm-hmm. about consuming Mm-hmm. these things if we were just a little better as a whole about giving these people their dues yeah because well, i personally i want to read the new book but i'm not really willing to give my money oh, mostly because of this reason yeah mm-hmm. so not to justify my purchasing and reading of midnight sun <laughs> but and also not to like pat myself on the back either mm-hmm. but i donated what money I also spent on the book to their Move to Higher Ground project and Mm -hmm. also contribute a monthly donation to them. But Stephanie could probably single-handedly fund 
oh, like, what the tribe mm-hmm. needs for oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. And I, I feel like and it would be way more language revitalization. Like, yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like it would be yeah. way more meaningful for the for her and for the Twilight franchise in general to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you have an opportunity like with your success and the money that you have made off of these people to do a good thing. And like you said, to do the bare minimum to make up for how you used them. And you can't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something. But do they have like their donation stuff on their website? Yeah, so the website is actually uh, the one for their Move to Higher Ground project mm-hmm. is separate, I think, from their main website, but it's mthp.org, I think. It's Move to Higher Ground project, essentially, okay. in the um, abbreviated form. And you can go on there and, like, see about them moving out of, like, uh, the area that the tribe is currently located in is in like a tsunami zone and talking about moving their school and the people and supporting their language revitalization because obviously native languages across the country like are super underfunded in terms Mm -hmm. of education and revitalization acts but yeah so and the project has been going on for years like it's not anything new Mm -hmm. And she could single-handedly fund it. Yeah, yeah it's so for sure. Project they put forth. And I know that a lot of people make make the argument of like, well, it shouldn't be any one person's like any one billionaire's responsibility to save Not the rest of that. the world. Oh, shut um, up. Well, <gasps> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Be rich like. Because it's like you ha- you make way more than enough to be comfortable. The mm-hmm. least he also you can owes do. them. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. For yeah. being comfortable, she used them for years to make her millions. They yeah. des- they deserve yeah. some mm-hmm. of that money. Yeah, for sure. Uh, fuck that bullshit. It's not anyone. We're all like rich. People. Yeah, that reminds me of the funniest thing I ever heard. And um, when we were at a protest, is someone turned to their friend and was like, "Hey, would you pause your veganism to eat the rich?" <laughs> and I thought that that was pretty perfect. That's great. <laughs> but oh, I, uh, I do remember that. You remember yeah. that. I do remember that. I forgot that that happened. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So great. And, um, Jean, yeah, how is Midnight Sun? Yes. Oh. I actually really like it. I hate to admit, the writing is better. We have upgraded after, you know, so many years. Thank God. Um, it gives a lot of insight into why everything is so awful from Bella's perspective. Um, One thing that really pisses me off that I want to talk about, though. So we have all decided that, like, physics, like, science doesn't matter in Twilight. You know what I mean? Like, people are strong, people can read minds, live forever, whatever. So vampires don't 
need to breathe and they don't eat human food and like bodily functions, whatever. Sure. Yep. We we're not going to talk about the ability to impregnate anyone, but it wasn't supposed to be possible. Okay. I have science behind it. There, there have been many dissertations written about Hold it. Hold on. <laughs> but you, you do your thing. I have a follow-up. The big thing that pisses me off, like a big, big po- like plot point in Midnight Sun is that Edward needs to breathe to be able to talk. And the reason that he doesn't want to talk to Bella is because he has to breathe and then he would like, smell her and he's like so intoxicated by how she smells and whatever still weird but like if he doesn't need to breathe to live but he needs to breathe to have oxygen his vocal cords so that they can vibrate so that he can talk like where are we drawing the line in terms of fantasy physics you know what i mean (laughs) like you shouldn't have to take a breath of air to be able to speak if you are a vampire because your body doesn't work like that yeah yeah like, that, it just, it, it makes me so angry, and I feel like the reason why, even without science, I'm more willing to be like, sure, yeah, he's a vampire, he can knock somebody up, is because there have been other vampires who have done that. Mm-hmm. There have, it's also so far removed from, like, all of the other weird science stuff that goes on that we just ignore, where I'm like, sure, I guess that's fine. But if he doesn't need to breathe to live, why does he need to breathe to talk? Like the, the reason why it makes no, that's not that's a good point. Saying anything, and they make such a big deal out of it. I feel like I'm time, really baffled. Every time he breathes, he has to smell Bella because, like, he's inhaling. Yes. <laughs> but like, can't he just breathe through his mouth? I think he can. Like, and then uh, he wouldn't have to connected. smell. Does that still? Or is. Or is he, like, yeah, no, I Just understand that it's a, do something. Con- I understand that it's connected, but, like, what if he went around talking like this? Like, wouldn't that be fine? Like, if I don't know. so worried. That's the but thing, like, where do we draw the line? And then the other thing, too, though, is that if he doesn't have to breathe, okay, if he doesn't have to breathe, and through his nose or whatever, you can just clog that shit up with a tampon, <laughs> like, and she's the man, and then you Hell breathe yes. through your mouth, and you won't have to smell, because what, like, if you don't smell it, like, oh, what, you dip the tampon in, like, Vaseline or something, and then shove it up there, and then you won't have to smell it, and then you can breathe through your mouth, and then you can use that for your air to vibrate your He's gonna walk to school with two tampons in his nose. (laughs) I, you know what, like, why not, though? Like, why not? And even if you don't, like, even if you don't want a full tampon, like, just do the same thing with, like, a cotton ball. Yeah. Put and like tiger bomb on there. that, yeah, or and like you the can... little ends of cotton swabs. Yeah, yeah. And, you, yeah. and you could do that because he doesn't need to breathe, and he doesn't need this passageway, yeah. does he? But I think it's less about breathing through your nose, and it's more inhaling the air that her scent is in. Because he talks about it like burning his throat, like tasting it. Yeah. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's just the fact that she's existing in the same air, and then he is then inhaling that air that has her scent in it. But I'm like, why do you have to inhale at all? You yeah. know what? Yeah. I, I kind of get where he's coming from, though, because you ever been in a room with someone who's got really bad BO? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then you kind of, like, you breathe a little bit, and you're like, 
oh I taste it on you like like I like I kind of get that but I also like I get where it comes from but yes Jean I understand your argument about like if he already doesn't have to breathe why should it matter to talk I just Mm -hmm. think it's stupid should have just brought a candle oh my god that reminds me there was this kid there was this kid that we used to go to school with and he was notorious for like not smelling great and it wasn't like like it was definitely because like he refused to shower type of deal um but there was a teacher who had candles and would light candles after classes that he had. Is it bad that that's why I said that? Like that's what I, that was in my mind when I was, when I said that. I bet like once hot plates came out for candles that changed that teacher's life. Now it doesn't have to be a parent. Well, at least it was a chemistry teacher, so he could have an excuse for having burning things yeah. in his classroom. Yeah. Like the Bunsen burners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, speaking of, so, like, I... I uh, Edward should have just done that, like, just bring a candle with you. Oh, <laughs> if you really have to breathe. <laughs> what is like, some essential oils, like, yeah. on the... I was gonna the, say, what about those... Neck or something? The things that you use, the nasal sprays you use when you're sick? Yes. That smell huh. like mint that you just your shove nose. up your nose? Do what I do and shove it right up there. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all in. Because that, you wouldn't smell anything else. Like, you can't no. smell anything else Mm-mm. for a long time after that. Stick some Vicks up your nose. Yeah. Um, Stick some Vicks up your nose and get like a list, those Listerine sheets. Yeah. That you can just, he can just keep on his tongue. Yeah. The whole time. That'll fix the whole like breathing it in through your mouth problem. And you'll just breathe in minty fresh. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. Even though you're not supposed to breathe. um, Menthol minty fresh. Or just an oxygen tank and like fill it up with whatever smell he wants. It's not. Oh, like when they give you lesson (laughs) gas at the dentist and they put stuff on the thing. Yes. Or if you're Gwyneth Paltrow, owner of Goop, you give oh. them <laughs> lavender oxygen. Oh my God. It's a special condition. Concerns. <laughs> rare health concerns. I need to have this lavender oxygen with me during oh class. I need Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candle. I'm sorry. Could have brought that this too. exact one. Coochie <laughs> candle. <laughs> oh. oh my God. You're bringing me back to Bella's Diva Cup every time. <laughs> so do you guys? So do you guys think that Bella uses her Diva Cup for a shot glass for Edward? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh. My dog right now is like. A... <laughs> Why would you say that? I was not the first person what a to say it. This was day to have years. I know, but why did you feel the need to sh- like share it here? Because I had to. Because she doesn't say it, but maybe it was happening. I don't know. To be fair, though, we were all wondering. Not coagulated blood that's been, like, (laughs) shed from your body. Not to be gross. Maybe it's like an aloe drink with, like, the chest. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he likes Like, make an alcoholic drink (laughs) out of it. Or, like, Edward's own bubble tea. Orange juice with pulp. <laughs> Make jello shots out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. 
I remember, I don't know why I remember okay. this so vividly, okay. but like <laughs> the idea where I, I remember a bunch of people in middle school eating popsicles and they were like, Haha, it's like Edward's dick. Because <laughs> well, oh, no, I remember that. Yeah, because he's, he's cold. What about, wait, do you remember the whole thing with Carlisle and having to heat up his hands? Do you know what I'm talking no, about? what? Like, I think I remember that like, specifically, what? but it was like a targeted post. <laughs> yeah, like, he would have to, like, heat up his hands. Was it to give you, like, a colonoscopy <laughs> or something like that? Like, he sticks his hands in boiling water to give you a colonoscopy. Yeah, Twilight ASMR. Oh <laughs> we killed that way for him to heat up. <laughs> Oh my god. That's like really bad. That's like one of those things where I'm not sure if somebody actually said that or if I'm making it up in my head. At least he's more considerate than the gynecologist. (laughs) Oh my god. It's true. Oh man. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, Carlisle's great also. Big Love that man. Ugh. But seriously, they should give us more of him. Like, Please. I would totally... An origin yep. story? Yeah. I'd read a Carlisle book. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of point of view books, it's been confirmed that Renesmee and Jacob are getting a book. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Have, we talked about... It was confirmed in August, I think. I think Stephanie Meyer had, like, a, a stream or some, some sort, <clears throat> and she announced it. I you know what that, and I hate that I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> that would be a perfect time for her to credit the tribe. That yeah. would be great. to bring that back. I mean, yeah. a perfect time would be now. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. That would be ten but, years ago. Yeah. yeah. But did they have like a timeline yeah. on when, or they just confirmed that it was a thing that was happening? I think she just confirmed that it's happening because it took her what like eight years to actually put out Midnight Sun after it got yeah. released. Yeah. yeah, she's talking about how Midnight Sun wasn't going to go on because it was too difficult to rewrite the same things just in a different point of view, and it was hard with Edward. So she's just going to go ahead and do the Jacob thing. Huh. Is what I heard. Is it going to be like a weird romance? Or is it going to be just, like, detailing their, like, lives as Renesmee gets older? I'm not sure. Weird. But I hope I hope it's when she's older, because I don't want to yeah. deal with mm. any of the young... No. So that's, mm. so that's possibly one of the biggest controversies that has happened in the Twilight series. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Renesmee is Bella and Edward's child, and Jacob, uh, the third wheel of the love triangle imprints on their child and so how imprinting is described is that it's just like you have this like galactic cosmic connection to this other being where you want to like just be there like everything not necessarily in a romantic sense but in the sense of like their their brother their protector you know someone who looks out for them Mm -hmm. which is all good and fine however how it has been represented in the movies and also in the books it is very much a romantic 
thing akin to like finding a soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very much under the beliefs of that, you know, soulmates can very much be platonic. Um, but how they go about doing it is you know, they, really icky. They even have a straight up example of that where Sam dumps Leah because he imprints yep. on another girl. Like it's straight up uh, just about romance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they just put in that part about it not necessarily being romantic so that it's not creepy and pedophilic. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's absolutely yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. it is. And after watching those movies again, it's um not great, but I <laughs> I also <laughs> cannot stop myself from like peeing my pants laughing every time like Rosalie kind of like turns around and there it is, the CGI baby. And <laughs> Jacob <is>. just <laughs> falls to his knees <laughs> because he's just like having one of those like his Nessie oh my god his Nessie and then so so here's the other thing though about the Nessie thing Um, when Bella finally gets up into her senses she's like oh like you think you have some like claim on her and you think like this that and the other thing like fuck you yada 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 um this bitch and the, these wolves and all this other shit went through hell and back to save your ass several fucking times over and over and over again. And you're literally gonna be like, fuck you for something that's like not necessarily awful. And like you, you would only feel so heated about it if it was really like a pedophile type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you understood it to be what it is. Yeah. And I think that they're they're playing a little bit off of the fact that, like, like, Bella even says, like, I haven't even held her yet, and you think that, like, you have some wolfy claim on her. Yeah. And so they're trying mm-hmm. to play into that, like, maternal, like, protective, like, instinct, I guess. But it just reinforces to me the fact that it's creepy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely creepy. Also, question. So the human vampire hybrids are full grown after like seven years. Do we consider her an adult after seven years when in reality she's only seven? No. It reminds me of that trope in anime where she's like, she looks like she's nine, but she's a thousand year old like demigod. It's fine. Yeah, so it's like, in reality, this is a seven-year-old, time-wise, but in theory, she's a grown adult. Like, please tell me that we're going to wait more than seven years before you get weird. I I feel like if it wasn't a creepy, like, pedophile thing, that wouldn't even exist. Like, she would age as fast as a human, if not Mm -hmm. slower than a human because of the vampire in her. Yeah, yeah, which is the other weird take that all of her development is so quick. Yeah. Isn't when someone imprints, doesn't they, like, stop aging until their, like, imprintee is the same age and then they grow old together? 
Yeah. So like, why, why would you need to, I guess, have that, oh, she's full grown now, it's fine. Like, Jake's, Jake's gonna wait, it's fine. Like, we can have this child be a child. We don't have to rush the whole, like, romantic junk. It's not necessary for the story. True. Because he's, like, what, like, 18 or 19? Not I'm, even. He's no, younger, he, he's, he's, he's younger, younger, younger than them. He's so younger. he would be, and like, Bella's 18. So he would be, like, 17. Yeah, at most. Yeah, so even if you add seven years to that, which is 24, I can do math, I promise. <laughs> um, like, it would still feel weird and gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm um, yeah. not a fan. I hope yeah. that she takes the route to make it very much just platonic or whatever, but mm-hmm. we will burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. I keep thinking of something else that I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, Was it about vampires impregnating people? Oh, okay. Well, yes, there's that. Two things to bring up. Okay, two things to bring up. So there's there's that one, and there's the other one that is continuing to escape my mind, but I will hopefully come back to it. Uh, maybe it was the first time... I th- the only two movies I haven't seen in theaters were The Breaking Dawn ones. Um, and then maybe last year, we finally watched them for the first time. Um... And I had, you know, the same burning question, like, how the fuck does he impregnate her like that? And so, you know, I hit up good old google.com, and I found a lot of theories. And it's essentially Venom is how he impregnated her, is that the Venom that courses through his veins is also supposed to act like his semen when he climaxes so he impregnates her with his venom in order to make this baby i guess and that's how and that's how he can have an erection is the Uh, venom so i have so many questions ask me questions Ask your questions. And here's the other thing. Uh, my knowledge of this subject, obviously, is not perfect. <laughs> You're an expert. I'm not expecting you to have legitimate yeah. answers to any of my inquiries. Yeah. <laughs> How does he not turn her when he impregnates her? Yeah. Because it's not in her bloodstream. Yeah, it's but... in her hoo-ha. <laughs> I've, my, my question is... This seems to be such a rare thing. So if it's like that easy to impregnate a living human, then why is it so rare? Because part of me feels like the, an- the I feel like the answer would be because it's taboo. Yeah. Because like vampires don't fuck humans they like that, them. you know, they kill them. Yeah. Yeah. And even if they do fuck a human, they kill them before that they get the chance. Yeah. 
And it did take all of a second try for her to become pregnant. <laughs> so Very rare. It's li- like, it's literally that, um, what movie is it where the, di- the gym teacher's teaching sex ed and he's like, you're going to be abstinent because if you fuck, you die. <laughs> and she literally and that's literally what happens is like she fucks and she then she then she gets pregnant and dies yeah and she fucks and then she gets fucked also how is vampire venom compatible as a replacement for human sperm i tell me it's that like stored in the balls <laughs> These are questions that I know answers don't exist to, but I'm just like, if you're going to have a theory, you better not have so many holes. Mm-hmm. That's fair. No? I, <laughs> I don't know maybe. why I thought. I was like, maybe the venom is kind of like his chakra. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and it just like, it just encompasses your whole body once you're a vampire, okay? Sure. And then it kind of like... You know, your vampire blood you don't have anymore. It's all, like, your venom intertwined with your blood and shit. And everything else kind of gets replaced with this venom substance. <laughs> which is why um, it works for that. It just works. It, it just, works. And then they feel the nine-tailed fox in your stomach. And then they feel the nine-tailed fox in your stomach. And you suddenly... your back. Their, their vision is actually the Byakugan... <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> and but oh, the Cullens have the Byakugan because they eat animal blood, and all of the other vampires have mm-hmm. the Sharingan because <laughs> they drink human blood. It's Wait, does this that if we're gonna recast Twilight as Naruto characters, because we should. <laughs> um, <laughs> Edward is absolutely Sasuke. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then so does Carlisle is Kakashi? Yes. We're threading. I this. would accept that. I, okay, yes, that can be acceptable. I would accept that. Are we gonna say that Sakura is Bella? Because I feel like that makes the most sense. Dumb and in love with Sasuke, yes. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. When really okay. she should be with not Sasuke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sasuke is abusive. Does that make and I guess that makes sense that then Jacob is Naruto. The annoying, like, pesters you because I like you and I won't leave you alone. So are we just yeah. gonna write a Twilight fan fiction that's a Naruto insert? Can we? Okay, yeah. but who is Might Guy and Rock Lee? Like, I need to know these things. Um, Might <laughs> Guy has to be probably Emmett. Big him. <laughs> yeah. um, can Rock Lee be, like, Seth or something? Yes. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I can roll with that. Okay, I it's feel like collab. is is Eno then like Rosalie? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because she's oh, yeah. Bella Sabella. Oh my God, is yeah. is Twilight just a Naruto ripoff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Yes. My mind is kind of blown right now on how well these things connect. Right? They line up so well because Ino is jealous of Sakura because she, she thinks that they're both competing for Sasuke, even though. Like, Eno's not even in the running. Like, Sasuke doesn't even think about her ever. Mm-hmm. I hate how well this lines up. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Are the Volturi the Akatsuki? Yes. Is that what we're doing? Yes. <laughs> we're oh, oh, the, whoever 
the frick the main dude is in the Volturi Ara or Era or something. Yeah, yeah. His, they they did him dirty. Why does he look like Megamind got a really bad <laughs> wig? He's gross. But he's also the only character that emotes in the entire <gasps> series. <laughs> when he like, laughs. Like, oh shit. When you're like, ah! Like, <laughs> he's like, he looks at me. <laughs> That's the best part. Okay, but the funniest... <laughs> one of the other best parts is freaking Dakota Fanning. I wanted to call her Jane Doe. <laughs> Dakota Fanning, like, launching the child <laughs> yeah. into the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Just a child. God. Oh, man. Wow. That's so bad. I that, hate it. It's rough. And that that what one of the the blonde dude too mm. that's in the Volturi was in Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. How'd he hit so low? Yeah, what a downgrade. <laughs> like happened? I get like I get that we all got to pay our bills, but okay. <laughs> Damn. I feel like he could yeah. do better. He yeah. deserves better. Yeah. Especially a lot like, of I them could even, do better. I can't even remember his character's name. Oh, yeah. The entire, like, Volturi that is- Did it become with a D? They're just no ugly. Idea. Who <laughs> is the guy that plays, like, Jane's brother? Alec? I don't know what his He's... The strong one or, like, the smoky one? The smoky one. Okay. Okay. Oh, the guy's the name smoky one that tires. looks like someone did this to his face when they were making him. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Like, I feel, like, I feel, like, part of me feels bad, but the other part of me is, like, you gotta convince me, and you're not convincing mm-hmm. me. hmm hmm That was very mean. I'm super sorry. Whoever is actor is, I'm sorry. I take it back. I'm sure you're a very nice person <laughs> in real life. He has a great personality. I'm sure he has a great personality and all of those other things. That's the way you make up for calling someone ugly, saying they have a great personality. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, that's not my type. Thing is that like vampires are supposed to be hot, though. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Lee Pace was hot. Maybe. Okay. I I did like his like disheveled look. Mm Hmm. Lee Pace has the same eyebrows in every movie. I love that man. I love him. Also, Uh, my icon is Lee Pace. I'm so glad the queer community gets to claim him. (gasps) Really? We do? No. No, I did not know. He's bi. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Oh my god. You you do not get to play the gay ass elf that he does and be like, I'm straight. Yeah. yeah, fair. True. True. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Oh, I'm happy. That's great. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that we have claimed him. Great. So good. Come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> okay. I was the other thing I was thinking about too after just watching Breaking Dawn Part One is that the dress in her dream is so much better than the dress that she actually wears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a weird pattern, and it throws me off. Her and wedding also, dress? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what it looks like. It's like, it's long-sleeved, and it's all one piece, and then the back is all lace, but there's like pattern work in the front. Oh, mm. I vaguely remember. It's just not flattering. And I know that um, 
Kristen Stewart's really pretty, mm-hmm. and they did her dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She hot. And the thing is, they Twilight tricked you into thinking that she wasn't. Yeah. For, yeah. Like, all of those movies, and then she got done with Twilight, and we were all like, but wait. <laughs> She's so hot. What happened? Yeah. Seriously. I thought you were one of us. Come on. <laughs> She was the every girl we dreamed of, and then she wasn't. We've been duped yet again. Yeah. That along with, you know, as Jean was saying earlier, everyone thinking that Taylor Lautner was actually a person of color. Right? (sighs) It's, uh, it's rough out there. One thing that I think Twilight got right was, this is just me being furry but like you got the werewolves right you just made them big wolves and that's the sweetest uh, i was literally about to say they're big wolves it's it's <laughs> awesome it's like when the part when in eclipse when they're training for the newborn like attack and here's bella and here comes jake and she's talking about it, and she's nervous and she just pets him how great would that be to have your furry just, is showing. It's just every <laughs> time I see the wolves, I'm like, oh, they did so good. They look and, great. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually like some pretty cool color and fur variants. Like they're not just all like dark and like muddled. You get like you can tell who's who when you look at them and that's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, another point that I want to bring up, speaking of Breaking Dawn and all of this stuff about resume. um, (laughs) So, throughout the whole four books, Edward is very traditional, right? Uh, But as soon as Bella gets pregnant, he's like, abort. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly. Like... I feel like, what? pick one. Like, pick the thing that you want to do. Yeah. Why does it have to be this? And I was watching, I watched Kenny JD's Bad Movies in a Beat, where she talked about, like, this stuff. And it just so happens to be that Stephanie Meyer is Mormon, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of the sexual stuff is really weird. Where mm-hmm. it's like, we're doing everything but inserting at this point (laughs) and it's fine i just don't get it yeah but like i I don't get it and like i try to wrap my brain around it and it Mm. just gives me a headache because i you know the steam is coming out the wheels are turning too fast Mm -hmm. that's just like uh when we watched eclipse how Bella was like, Jake, I don't want to lose you. And Jake's like, that's not good enough. But suddenly when she's like, Jake, kiss me. He's like, okay. And like, suddenly <laughs> right? that's worth more. So, <laughs> yeah, what's with All right, more? buddy. Hmm. She deadass leaves her fiance to go kiss another man. At mm-hmm. any point in time, I would say yes. So. <laughs> I- it's kind of just like where is there's like some sort of disconnect where you're like mm, 
that doesn't really sit right with me now that I'm older. Well, because doesn't he make a point to say, like, oh, the, the next, I'll wait until you ask me, or, like, the next time I kiss you, it'll be because you asked me to, or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's like, what the setup was, but, like, he was, like, so mad, and, like, I don't know, the thought of someone being concerned for your safety was not good enough to him to be, like, valid, I don't know, but a kiss was, but I, I get what you're saying. The other, storytelling wise, the other problem I have is that, like, you shouldn't have to have characters kiss in order to know that they're in love. Um, Mm -hmm. Just as a rule of thumb for writing um, characters in love. The other thing, though, about Jacob and kissing that I remember seeing someone comment about from the books is the first time jacob kisses bella without her permission she punches him in the face good mm-hmm. rightfully so as you should mm-hmm. breaks her hand <laughs> sadly um and then they go back and in in the book i don't i don't think this was in the movie but in the book um charlie comments and kind of says like oh good for you jake uh, just okay. kind of just I kind think it does happen in the movie, actually. Just, you know, just the perpetuation of rape culture um, that is so heavy in this series in particular is quite disturbing. And the reason being is because it is geared towards teeny boppers um, of all ages. And... Teeny boppers of all ages, no. Teeny boppers of all genders, because, you know, girls read it, and they're kind of like, this is supposed to be romantic, and if any guys read it, they're kind of like, oh, I can do this too. Yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do, to be romantic. Right. Which, um... Because they sell it as, like, Charlie wants her to be with um jacob and not with edward because he thinks that they she would have a like healthier relationship with jacob yeah but it also just leans into the fact that men think that they can control your relationships and like who you're with and your love life like ain't nobody ask you charlie you've been an absent father for how long like i know you're doing your best right now but you can't even (laughs) you don't even pay attention to the fact that my boyfriend sneaks in the window at night and you're the chief of police (laughs) <laughs> call him out call him yeah. out okay and the- like i know he's doing his best and he's trying but like he's not doing a good job yeah and speaking of that oh my god i feel like I, i've forgotten what i wanted to say oh my god start saying it again about because- rape culture and men thinking they can control your relationship yes yes okay the controlling the relationship thing because jacob in Breaking Dawn is very much like when he's talking about imprinting he's like oh it's so disgusting that they like aren't even their own person anymore and I'm just like who are you to say anything about that you literally you've been up this girl's cooch this whole time (laughs) like trying to get at her and you're commenting saying like oh this is so disgusting just because like you're bitter that she turned you down. It's like literally mm-hmm. the entire series. He's just like, 
I want to be with you and you're going to be with me and I'm going to make it happen. And he's like angry the whole time that it's not happening. And of course, she, what do you have to say? Edward, yep. he's rich time. as fuck. Yeah. Do, have you seen yeah. his house? Stina, what'd you say? I'm sorry. He's just been searching through a crumb of vagina like this yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one crumb. <laughs> Just one crumb of coochie, please. Yeah. <laughs> May I have like, some coochie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This <laughs> Was it confirmed that Jacob only liked Bella because he knew, or his- Her egg. Yeah, like was that a is that a thing that went That's on? Confirmed. Like yes. he like says that himself too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, like it this whole time. It, it wasn't was you I was in love with. It was your egg. It was Nessie. <laughs> I God. which I don't get that because like she still that. makes it pedophilic. Because if you felt like, that strong romantically for her, then what about that child? Yeah. Well, yes, there's there's that. I'm still stuck on the idea that like you didn't like you didn't know though. Like you Yeah. <laughs> How I didn't know that was confirmed. That I really don't like that piece of information. Mm-hmm. Well. Now you have it. I yeah, honestly am getting a cluster headache just thinking yeah. about it. Like how yeah. pedophilic of you to be in love with a literal egg in somebody's uterus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Once it leaves those fallopian tubes, you're done, man. You're done. <laughs> I want to make an edit of Twilight, but it's just every time Jacob says something romantic to Bella, they just edit his face looking like straight. <laughs> like her, her uterus yeah. or instead of like Bella on screen it's just like an egg <laughs> singular ovum yes oh my god that's it's kind of terrible though oh my god that is terrible oh. and mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things too though where like obviously it's it's a bad move and you're just trying to save it, and you just keep making it worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, there's like, you know, no, you already, you already did bad. You can't no takesies backsies on this yeah. one, man. You, yeah. you published that. You put that it's out into the world. Yeah. Someone edited that. box. Someone edited that. A team probably mm, greenlit yeah. that. Yeah, not that just out. an editor. Straight to the printers. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of imprinting, can we have a, like, moment of... Silence. Silence. <laughs> I was say silence. For, how, for, like, how shafted Leah gets by... I know! It's like, Sam right? not, not only leaves her, but, like, rubs his new relationship in her face and is in a total asshole to her. And then the whole pack is like, Leah, could you stop being depressed for three seconds? Right! I know the love of your life left you. And then we don't even get any redemption of her, like, coming to peace with it or, like, finding something, like, within herself to fill that hole, Mm -hmm. maybe literally or figuratively, but... (laughs) It would have, you know what, it would have been better if, like, Leah and Jacob got together or anything, I don't know, 
They don't like each other. I know that they don't like each other. You're fucking a vampire. Right. But I also think that the imprinting was, after watching the first movie again, the imprinting was also very much a ploy so that the wolves didn't eat the baby because Mm -hmm. that was their law. And um, it's not a... It's not great. She doesn't get anything. Everyone gets this happy ending of, like, ending up together and, like, resolving their issues. And at the end of the movie, like, she's still, like, gets nothing. Yeah. Yeah. She talks about, like, she talks about, like, wishing to imprint on somebody so she could forget about it. So I wish that there would be, like, some sort of resolution that, like, we know that she's fine. I'm gonna call her always getting shafted, what can I say? Because I also don't want it to be that she finds someone else and, like, that's what makes her happy because we should totally enforce the idea that you should find happiness in someone else. Um, But, like, her just suffering and, like, being miserable Mm. for the entirety of it is not great either. No. Mm -hmm. And everyone makes her have to be, like, some big bitch about it. Like, she's not. Love with someone and then have them dump you on a dime and see how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And have it constantly in your face and you... There's no filter. When and she can hear yeah. his thoughts about yeah. this other woman. Yeah. 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 She's got to live with that. No. But, like, shut up, Leah. Ugh. Yeah. Just, like, it's Me. even worse that that relationship that he has now with the other girl, did it didn't have to be romantic based on what they're telling us imprinting yeah. is. But it was immediately dropped. He would have done that in a better way. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of relationships also, I was thinking, Edward and Bella's relationship really doesn't have any type of growth. No. It's very stagnant. Yeah. Because even in Eclipse, Edward lies to her. He's still lying to her. He lies to her a lot. (laughs) He's really good at it, though. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at it, it, though. But, like, and he's had, you know, a hundred and some odd years to perfect his craft of lying. Um, it's just, like, really strange to me, but I don't know why I'm trying to expect more. Mm. From it, you know, where it's, like, the whole, the only relationship issue that they had was like him not talking to her and that's like the one thing that they finally get over but all of the other issues within their toxic relationship continue to persist up until the end and never really get resolved Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. dialogue or even good action yeah Mm, speaking of toxic behavior in Midnight Sun, so you know how Edward, like, creeps into Bella's room, and we were all like, oh, that's really weird and creepy, and we kind of, like, let it go. I kid you not, there's probably about 50 pages worth of Edward stalking her, watching her through the window, being in the tree, creeping in bed at night, like, and he admits, he knows he's a stalker, he knows he's creepy, he knows this behavior is unacceptable, and he admits it, and he's like, well, I could be worse, is his justification. Oh! Like, he's not even creepy in a cool vampire way where vampires are creepy. He's creepy in a human way. Yeah. 
in a creepy um, human man way. Yes. <laughs> That's the part that doesn't sit Like well. there's being a creepy vampire being all sneaky and in the shadows and stuff. And then there's being a human stalker. Mm-hmm. Like he admits. With vampire powers. That he impulsively yeah. yeah. follows her because he needs to know where she is. Like he admits and acknowledges all of, all of that. And he's like, but I could be worse because my intentions aren't bad. And I was like, fucked up. Uh, it's like you know if you constantly need her to be safe but you're rejecting her what's gonna make her safe is you biting her so you're just gonna stalk her for the rest of her life like that's it mm-hmm. I guess so <laughs> Edward just buy a phone and call her I don't know right like turn on GPS locator or something like do better get one of those like baby monitors yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the other thing is that he has this like almost he has like an incredible amount of like disposable income he could literally do anything and like you know like is he actually really a good stalker (laughs) other than the fact that he has vampire powers like if you had so much money in your (laughs) disposal like couldn't you do a little better it's obviously not okay at all but I'm just saying, like, it's like, you know, if you're able to break in every night and sit her, sit in her room, like, what's stopping somebody else from doing that? Pay for a security <laughs> system mm-hmm. for her, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he also, there's one point where he doesn't just, like, go in her room. He, like, walks around the house. Like, what? what? Yeah. Like, he literally, <laughs> like, goes out in the hallway, goes downstairs, because he wants to know what the layout of the house is, so that he- Okay! This what? Is- he doesn't see anything wrong with that. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna, like- I'm sorry. That's something I saw We're in Criminal Minds. And, like, <laughs> Edward, let me find no. where their blankets are, like- <laughs> That sounds Ed. like a person living in your attic type, type situation. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That's, is that the movie Parasite? <laughs> yeah, this is what this is. Oh my god. So yeah, it doesn't just like stop at creeping through her window and watching her sleep. Like, he full on stalks her. Man. Mm. Thank you for giving me that information because I really wasn't looking to finding it myself. some redeeming qualities about the book are that you get a lot of his interaction with his family and more of like his sibling and like parental relationships and honestly like the Cullens are a really fucking funny family and you would never know it from Twilight like Edward loves and adores and like reveres Carlisle like thinks he is like God on earth which is true um, and every time he's about to do something bad, he, like, feels guilty because he thinks, like, he essentially is, like, what would Carlisle do in this situation? And if I'm doing the opposite, like, I'm going to disappoint him. And I'm, like, I need that. And, like, all, he has, like, fun, like, sibling moments with, like, Emmett and the two of them being dumb. And Rosalie's a bitch. Like, a huge old bitch. And the reason she doesn't like Bella is because she thinks that Bella is plain ugly and Edward was not interested in her, so why would he be interested in this bitch? And that's why Rosalie doesn't like Bella. Oh. Wait, oh my wait, god. Wait, 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 Shut wait, wait, wait. the fuck up. What was, so what is her story with Emmett, though? Well, so Rosalie came to the family before she found Emmett, and for a while it was just her and Edward, 
and they always assumed that, and like Carlisle and uh, Esme thought that like Rosalie and Edward were going to be together. And Edward was not interested in her at all. He was like, cool, you exist. Like did not even think that she was attractive. And so she's been holding that chip on her shoulder that Edward's like the only man that's never been interested in her. And then he's like interested in this like average like human girl and she wants like she literally is like we should kill bella like <laughs> holy shit so they have a family meeting about i when, have to bu- i'm buying this book after this after about this when bella finds out about edward and rosalie and jasper want to kill her <laughs> oh and alice and emmett are like no like it'll be fine and obviously edward's like we're not gonna kill her i should just leave and Carlisle and Esme are like, you can't leave. We love you. You're like, don't break up the family. Oh. And they're considering essentially whether they should move in case she exposes them or whether they should kill her. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosalie is team kill Bella. Like, absolutely. So the thing that I'm kind of bummed about with that is the idea that by this by this time she and Emmett have been together for a while and she's still this sour yeah like at this point she doesn't even have like she's not interested in Edward but she just is carrying that like bitter chip on her shoulder that Edward was never interested in her because every man is interested in her so does Emmett not make you happy enough what the fuck yeah he should is extremely extremely shallow like edward talks about how like the only thing ever going on in her mind is about herself yeah and like and emmett literally follows her around like a dumb puppy so really i don't think that rosalie deserves a himbo like emmett yeah no i guess not which is sad because like you kind of want to like her because she's like badass yeah Mm -hmm. but like she really at least from the way that she's portrayed is like being shallow and just everything is just skin deep that sucks because like i feel like she had a lot of redemption in the later part of the series Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. far as like you know cooperating with bella for like you know saving the baby and being really supportive for those things and, you know, starts to turn and, like, like her towards the end, and, like... And I mean, I'm sure I mean, that this is does. also the first book. Exactly. So I'm that sure makes sense. develop those feelings, like, later on, like, some connection with Bella, but in the beginning, right. like, before they're together, she's like, nah, kill that bitch. I can't believe that Rosalie has had more character development than Edward and Bella. <laughs> in the entirety of this mm-hmm. four-book, five-movie yeah it's like the the whole time you don't see the relationship build at all they're just like all of a sudden in love and i don't get it like i just don't yeah it doesn't really work like that so it's like kind of hard to believe it like where is the inherent connection besides like besides like you smell great yeah Yeah, that's they never they just decide at one point they never, yeah. they never explain, though, either. Like, he kind of explains it to her, like, you're my own personal brand of heroin, and whatever, but, like, they... D- 
But why? They, they, yeah, but why? But for why? Because they don't go back to that. They don't give any more in-depth explanation yeah. than that. And also, she doesn't have to play along with that at all. Because yeah, honest yeah. to Christ, if some dude, I don't give a fuck how hot he is. <laughs> I don't, Like, if he came up to me and was just like, I love you. I want to be with you forever. You smell delicious. Like, I just want to take a bite out of that. I would have me. I would nope. call the authorities. We're no. both going to jail today. Like, I don't think so. Yeah. And what makes even less sense is that in Midnight Sun, Emmett actually commiserates with Edward because he was like, yeah, there was a human that was like that for me, where like they smelled better than anyone else, like any other human. So this is clearly not the only occurrence of it happening but you know what emma did killed that person <gasps> killed them oh shit oh i'm buying that book to okay. read more about that <laughs> i know i'm totally I'm, I'm like not, ever, i'm like, buying I'm, it i'm telling you it's a good book yeah i really yeah. want to see like the family interaction because that's you, the best part you don't get it you don't <laughs> get that at all and i think i was saying last time we were watching these movies it's like I want to know, like, what is this, like, Emmett and Jasper? Like, how how do they interact? Because we don't get into yeah. that. Like, I'm more interested in the side characters than the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want Jasper to have some redemption from being a confederate. That doesn't happen. Well, like, then what's the point? <laughs> like, he's still a confederate soldier. Like, I'm sorry. You couldn't <laughs> let Kay hope. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Oh, God. They do point out a lot in the beginning of the book about how it's extremely difficult for Jasper to be in school, like, around humans, and how, like, sometimes he has to leave early. Because they talk about it in Twilight, like, how he's, like, new to not eating people. But, like, he seems to be pretty in control of himself, but that's not how it happens in Midnight Sun. Like, sometimes he has to leave school early with Alice because he can't stand being around people. Oh, I mean, me too, but... <laughs> Same, dude. Difference. I didn't get a uh, to-go-early slip. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, that's that's my other thing with him, is that, you know, the Civil War wasn't that long ago in relative terms, um, and he still hasn't had his control yet. I'm, like how long does it take to tame your thirst? Yeah, like how new we know in terms of Twilight vampires. I also think that there was a gap in time between when Alice found him and when he was a soldier, and when they uh, came uh, to like the rest of the Cullens. Uh, do we remember when Alice found him? Because here's the thing: no. this is this is part of the reason why I really liked Eclipse because I really liked their relationship. Um. Yeah, because she was, like, she, she knew that she was going to, like, be with him. So she was like, okay, I'll just wait for him to finish sticking around. And then, <laughs> like, she knew that it was going to happen. Yeah, I think, honestly, the reason why I really liked Alice is because when I was a kid, um, there was no representation for me. So I just reached at straws. So, like, any character with black hair, I was like, I am going to project. <laughs> And I like Jasper, so if they're together, then obviously I'm invested. Mm-hmm. I see. Also, you want to the... know what's sweet about Alice? Besides tell everything, tell me. Please tell me. Is, is that when she has a vision of like 
Edward in the future being with Bella and like being in love, she tells Edward that like he can't leave because she's gonna love Bella too and she doesn't want to move away from her. And I'm like, Aw, girl. That's so sweet. Apparently they met in 1948 in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Um, which is like not too far off, like. But when did she? When did they come to the family, though? Nineteen fifty. So just two years after that. So when Alice explained her vision of the Cullens to Jasper, he found it hard to believe that such a lifestyle existed. So they sought them out and joined them in nineteen fifty. So almost a hundred years after the Civil War, though. Yeah. Oh, so they're old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Civil War is like the 1860s, right? If I remember history correctly. So I think I so. To, yeah. to Google check that. Yeah, I don't even know. Before I just make shit up. <laughs> Carlisle suggested that they marry, actually. I love that man. Jasper also started using the last name of his adopted sister, Rosalie, to ease the confusion they caused to local humans. <laughs> God. Oh, all those local humans. It, it is awkward that they're all siblings, but also all dating. Yeah. Yes. High key. Yeah, so, like, that also... And I, I get that. They're not you know, related by blood. I Yeah, I know, but, like... It's so... Because you have the two and two where you have the Hales and the Cullens. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like... It's, like, the whole of that and then also the weird imprinting thing. Like, it just continues to not sit in a nice place for me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right? Yeah, kind of weird some vague incestuous themes on top of your vague pedophilic themes yes mm-hmm. but, great. fitting but, everything in the story but god forbid yeah. you have sex before marriage yeah yeah absolutely not god because forbid. if you do you most certainly will die and yeah. not die the second time yeah. you only get two tries yeah. but after you marry her you can for sure kill her by <laughs> fucking her yes for sure that's Pop her spine right out yeah or just killer before like Emmett did and you don't have to deal with anything yeah or anything yeah and I think that's what happens in the life and death one actually to spoil the surprise mm-hmm. is that it's a total retelling of the story where it's what if Edward just bit Bella then and there and then they don't and then she becomes the vampire and they don't have such a stupid (laughs) useless plot for the whole thing you're telling me that the whole plot is just because some person went out of their way to do the absolute most for nothing wow it has this like fucked up moral compass you know what i mean because he thinks that he's this soulless monster oh i was talking about james oh i thought you were talking about edward and i was like i mean yeah he sucks compass that is correct so yeah no i'm talking about james where he was just like oh i'm gonna track you and this is 
this is the thing. I could literally kill anyone else on the goddamn planet, but you are the one I am after. And then uh, Victoria has to enact revenge. Mm-hmm. I guess. But was he really was he really worth it if he was that stupid to do that and you was let him do that? that good? Could it be that good? No. I mean, I feel like vampire sex is on a different level. Okay, then I, then I can ask Bella. She said it was. Yeah. She experienced yeah. both human and vampiric sex, so only she okay. could say. What a shame. Only she can say. Uh, I like so, yeah. I have a yeah, headache I from thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, honestly uh like so the, guys, the Oh, go sorry. ahead. So do you guys think Twilight was better when you were a kid and you didn't know any better or do you like Twilight now uh, appreciating it knowing its flaws? But now you know. Like, w- which one do you like more? Or is that even a difference for you? So when I was really into Twilight in, like, middle school, it was also at the peak of, like, what I would say has been one of the most creative points in my life so far. And so when I draw, when I think about Twilight now, I think about those times. And part of me gets sad because I'm not as creative or into like my hobbies or things that I used to be in but the other part of me like still finds a lot of like past inspiration so kind of both Mm -hmm. because it made me really happy as a kid and now I can laugh about it as an adult I can understand where things are not okay you know, mm-hmm. I can have a very mature outlook and I can also still appreciate the inspiration it does give me. Mm-hmm. Even if that is just making fun of it. Yeah, I yeah. get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I still remember the book cover you made for your art class. I don't know if you remember it at oh all. Oh my god. Aww. Do you remember? <laughs> no, I... Do I? Jasper was on the Jasper and Jacob were on the front, and there was of a course. ribbon. <laughs> it might have been. I think I vaguely remember the eclipse cover. Amazing! Oh, I love that. I was so when I was in middle school, I was super into writing and drawing, and I would like I didn't sleep. I don't know <laughs> what I was on, but I didn't sleep, and I did nothing but produce mm-hmm. different media or whatever. Wow. Cool for me. I don't remember that, but I'm <laughs> glad that you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. A uh, big secret here, I never read the first book. I just watched the movie and then read all the other books. I didn't start, like, seventh grade was when the Twilight wave hit us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the movie, I don't know with who, and then I'm like, this is pretty cool i'm gonna i got wolves in here we got yeah. right <laughs> i get on this so then, so then i ran with it but um going back to what i asked i think i can enjoy it more 
because now it's not a seventh grade wave of everyone's doing this. I'm going to enjoy this too. I can look at it independently and be like, these are the things I like, blah, blah, blah. These are the things I don't like, but you know what? I really like the world. The world is really cool. And I know we touched on some no, no parts, but like, yeah, so did they. (laughs) 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 But yeah, take, take those away. And you're like, that is really cool. I can, like, really get inspired by this. Like, a lot of it is some really cool or interesting ideas that kind of meld our world with fantasy in Mm -hmm. a very nice way. However, the execution leaves something to be desired, as we can tell tell now. Mm -hmm. And could also tell then. Yeah. Like, at first... For some reason, right now, I'm finding myself more entertained by it than I was when I was first into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying critiquing it. Yes. Yeah, open Twilight up and you're like, ooh, it's big brain time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put the helmet on. How old were you guys when this book came out? Because it came out in what, 2005? 2006, I think it did. Whatever Maybe seventh grade was, was when it really was when I knew it was a thing. It yeah. definitely yeah, I think has I was in like seventh or eighth grade for me. It came out in two thousand five, but the first one was two thousand five. But we I didn't get a hold of it until like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. Because two thousand eight is when we were in sixth grade. Sixth, seventh mm. grade, and that's when mm. we were really that's that's when shit went down. Yeah. That's when mm-hmm. it started to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because my very, very Catholic neighbor gave me the book because her daughter read it and said it was good. And they're like, you would probably like this. And I, I, very, I remember the day I got the book and where I, I went into my room to read it. And the rule she gave me was read until the first hundred pages and then you'll know if you really like a book or not to continue reading it and i mm-hmm. you know read through it and i loved it and i think it took me two days to finish it mm-hmm. yep i read it when i was a little older i think i was like probably 16 16 or 17 when i read twilight so that i think i feel like that gives me a little bit of a different uh perspective yes Mm. on it because i had a little more english classes under my belt i was actually into uh (laughs) i'm trying to be funny but i was actually into like analyzing literature at that time yeah yeah this major so i like to analyze literature so i mean i feel like I, i still got enjoyment out of it because i was watching stuff like naruto and making naruto ocs so of course i would love friggin twilight Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't know i feel like i still get entertainment out of it even if it's just analyzing it and about how awful some parts of it are mm-hmm. i think it's important though to analyze things like twilight very critically especially because of the audience that it's targeted to and what we give those audiences because you don't want to be teaching your children that things like this are okay. Yeah. Which what which is what Twilight did. And 
you need to be able to go back and be like, no, 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 no. This isn't healthy. This isn't good behavior. Don't be around anyone who treats you like that type of thing. Well, especially because like, I'm, I'm baby compared to y'all, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, when these books came out, I was reading them when I was like, eight, nine, ten years old. Like, I was a fetus, you know? <laughs> and like, small children are very impressionable, yeah. especially like, depending on the type of media that you consume. Um, I really don't want to think about or try to psychoanalyze how Twilight negatively affected me as a child. <laughs> that's a conversation for a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for next week when we talk about feelings. Um, right. But like I was a baby when I read those books and I remember very much like being in like late elementary school, early middle school and like boys making fun of you for like reading twilight or liking twilight so i don't feel like i got got to like fully enjoy it as a child so now as an adult i'm like i'm reading midnight sun Mm -hmm. at work fucking Mm -hmm. come at me about it like Mm -hmm. like i very get to very much get to unabashedly enjoy this trash as an adult yeah yeah like, I feel like I read it in middle school, but it was, like, kind of embarrassingly. Like, I think the teacher yeah. the teacher came and asked me what I was reading, and I didn't want to tell her what I was reading, because oh, yeah. I was a little embarrassed. Yeah, like, everybody read it, but I feel like there was a bit of, like, oh, that's, that's a girl's book, or, like, oh, I can't yeah. believe you're reading that. Like, that's so bad. And, yeah. like, there was a, an element of, like, being embarrassed or, like, being shamed mm-hmm. about if you enjoyed it. I don't yeah. think I learned shame until high school. <laughs> For abso facto, I did whatever I wanted in middle school, and I think that's why. Um, Good. You know, it had it was everything was okay for me, and I wasn't so afraid to like the things that I liked, even if they were trashy. Um, because I still had the same problem in like middle school too when you know, people would, like, I had a dude friend who read Twilight, and, like, all the kids made fun of him, and, like, all the kids made fun of the girls for it, and liking it, or whatever, but I was, like, so, like, yeah, I'm gonna do whatever I want. That kind of stuff also came from teachers, too, though. Like, teachers would shame you for, like, okay, here's your reading list, Twilight doesn't count, like whatever that whatever harry potter doesn't count because it's popular right. and we all know mm-hmm. popular fiction isn't actual fiction right. you have to be reading shakespeare yeah. or like daniel defoe or something sorry yeah. i wasn't reading like faulkner in like the fourth grade like <laughs> right right i was i think i was really lucky though because at the time my teacher really encouraged any type of reading and um gave me a lot of credit for like going out and reading what it was that I wanted and even like we would talk books like I remember at the same time I read another book called Gamer Girl that is very very cringy it's very cringy rereading it again but it just oh like I love it I like <laughs> I love it sounds cringy I love it so much but it's it was exactly what I needed because it was this girl who was very outcasted and she 
you know, is really into anime and manga and drawing or whatever. And I read the book in a night because it was so good. And my teacher really encouraged that for me and even like gave me this book and said, like, I think you would like this. And so I had a great experience with that. And then it all went downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't get better. It, it really didn't get better. And it's sad to say that, like, the peak of my public schooling was, like, when Twilight was out. <laughs> oh, God, that's exactly it, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that. Like, I'm per- Sorry, go ahead. No, like, if, if, if boys can't read the book, and girls can't read the book, and adults can't read the book, and children shouldn't read the book, who is the book for? Who, yeah, who is you the audience? You know what I mean? Like, also, just, like, don't shame people for liking things that have nothing to do with you like yeah someone mm-hmm. reading like a like any type of like popular fiction does not negatively harm you as a person so mind your business yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i i didn't feel like embarrassed or anything because i think at the time i got the books from my aunt my older aunt my favorite aunt at the time and then my mom read them and then my grandma read them so we were all like, I love that. Oh, that's cute. Like, oh my gosh. I remember nice. going to Courtney's house and around the time it's when the, uh, we were having a sleepover and we were going to the midnight release of the Twilight DVD oh. at like FYE or media play. Well, that's what I'm saying is that I remember you had a dress that looked like Bella's in the book. And so you wore it to the oh my god i love thing. it that's cute mm-hmm. that's it amazing. was it was yeah oh my god was that an fye mm-hmm. yeah. fye goodness gracious wow. it was an fye that used to be a media play before it was an fye oh is it that <laughs> one by the mall yeah by the yeah. mckinley mall yeah. oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> wow way to way to date yourself there <laughs> it's okay not that any of us are old but like wow Sina, you're not old. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not old. I like we the, just feel it. I uh, by this year, I feel like I'm ninety. Yeah, I think <laughs> don't that, we all? I feel like revisiting Twilight makes me feel younger too, and I just needed that this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel yeah. aged, rejuvenation, ancient crone. <laughs> like I've been rereading the Warrior series, and it just makes me feel so much better. Amy's reaction. Her <laughs> eyes lit up. <laughs> I've I've read them all in the main series, and I'm still reading them. So like, that can be for like another time. It's the Warrior series discussion. Amy's like, just I, no, we'll we'll yeah. we'll put that in for a discussion for another time because I would love <laughs> to have Amy have that spotlight. Thanks. And then you can tell us all about it. Um, I have so much to say. <laughs> I know you do. Um, so we're running on like almost two and a half, maybe-ish hours yeah. of yeah. talking. And I don't know if there was anything else anyone wanted to say more about this subject that we probably will be, we'll revisit this, I'm sure. Twilight 2. Twilight Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. Twilight Part 2, after we all, like, f- read yeah. the books again, we co- reconvene. Yeah. Let me read Midnight yeah. Sun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll fa- we talk we'll- about our thoughts. And we'll talk about our thoughts about that. Yes. That would okay. be awesome. All right. So the next topic that we're talking about is 
I'm going to generalize as feelings. Feelings time. <laughs> feelings time. Um, but yeah, this has been 3 a.m. thoughts. We've been the thoughts. <laughs> We've been the thoughts. <laughs> All right. Well, good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>